0: We have really no idea how powerful we are. A
1: subconscious mind is understanding language in a different or
0: way. It be very careful what you ask for.
1: Your job is to think better thoughts. thoughts all the time.
0: It has to be now, right now. It works in the present tense. And
1: it was a technique that you call the dick technique. I, I thought,
0: well, that's actually better, calling it dick energy.
1: Marissa Pierre is one of the world's greatest hypnotherapists. She's a best-selling author. The founder of Rapid Transformation Therapy. And when it comes to showing the power of the mind over the body, her life is evidence itself. She was told at one point that she would not be able to conceive a child and she proved the doctors wrong.
0: If you get diagnosed with anything at all, it's not up to the doctors, it's up to you.
1: This woman is a marvel of teaching people to talk to your body. To generate healing.
0: The only way you can ever have a body you love is to love the body. And
1: today you're gonna to learn how to tap into that power of the mind to command your body to heal. Welcome, Marissa. Thank you. Let's actually first get started with the the accident. Tell us what happened.
0: Well, I was shopping at a Christmas market in Portobello Road, which is actually shut to traffic on a Saturday. So as a bit of a shock, this car came past me and it hit me in the back. But then kept going, and then then he knocked me over. Then I went under the car, and it ran over my leg. It was mostly my foot, my ankle, and my lower leg. And he did drive away. But my husband, luckily, it was it was a market. There's lots of people. My husband caught up with him, so that was a kind of traumatic. But I sort of thought I'd just go to a hospital, and put my leg in a cast, and I'd go home. So I was a bit shocked. And they thought, like, "Well, no, this is like really, really probably the worst fracture I've ever seen. You can't walk for like five to six. Months. You're going to be in a cast and then a boot." And Actually, the first thing that happened was when they, I was in hospital and they said, you're going to have to have a skin graft because the oh, skin is wow. dying. So you're going to have to have a frame put on your leg. And I didn't want that. So I immediately started to command my leg to heal itself, command my skin to grow back, command my foot to start doing the work. So when I did go down for the surgery, when I came back, it was amazing. The skin's completely healed, didn't need a frame, a lot of pins and plates. But I understand the power of the mind. People think it's woo-woo, but it's not. Your mind every day tells your body what to do. That's its job. So for instance, if you think of something sad, your eyes will fill up with tears. If you think of something embarrassing, you might go, right, think of food and your tummy rumbles because you're thinking a thought and your mind is responding to the thought. And if you doubt that, think of the placebo effect. What you think of a drug has more of an effect on your body than what the drug is, and the placebo effect is getting more powerful every year. So we already know this works. You think a thought, your body makes it real. That's a fact, but here's another fact. If your mind's job is to make your thoughts real, your job is to think better thoughts all the time. Let's stop there,
1: because that's a powerful point. Your job is to think better thoughts, thoughts. all the time. All the time. And, and we want to go deeper there. But first, I want to share some some evidence for what Marissa is speaking about in terms of the placebo effect, because yes, it's true. When we think about sad things, our eyes may tear up. Yeah. Today, I just saw a study shared on Instagram by uh, Sean Wells, which spoke about how a new a new study showed that if you think about your biceps growing, if oh, you yes. think about exercising, your mus- muscles actually grow
0: yes, slightly, that's but true. they grow.
1: But here's the crazy story, guys The New York Times carried an article about a doctor called Dr. J.B. Mosley. So, Dr. J.B. Mosley um, wanted to examine just how powerful the placebo effect could be on not just colds and skin rashes and, and you know, simple mm-hmm. things, but things that require surgery. So working with the, vet, with the Veterans Administration, he identified 10 American veterans, meaning um, men who had served in wars, who were suffering from sort of um, arthritis of the knee. Mm. And these men were having great difficulty walking. And there was a known surgery where they operate on the knee to clean up this mm. condition. Now, he got these 10 volunteers and only two of them had the actual surgery. The other eight were made to believe Mm. they had the surgery. They were put under anesthesia. Incisions were made in their knee. These incisions were sewed Mm. up. They were bandaged up. So they had a bandage. They had the little red bloody spots Mm. on that bandage. They were convinced they had had the surgery. Now, two months later, all 10 of these patients no longer had arthritis of the knee. That surgery is now no longer done Mm. because... The surgery couldn't beat the placebo. Mm. And what JB mostly spoke about is, look how powerful our mind is. Because these patients believe their knees mm. have healed, because they believe that they would just gone through this expensive, sophisticated mm. surgery, their pain and their illness and their arthritis literally disappeared.
0: You see, what happens there is, I've written about that study in my last book, and in my book before that too, but what happens there is because they believe it, their mind is now acting on those beliefs, their mind is healing the knee, removing arthritis because of a belief so when you have you know in england for instance you're not allowed now in a surgery to say oh my god this is terrible what a mess in here because we know that even under anesthesia the mind is tuning in and it hears stuff and it acts on what it hears and so it's so important you're doing great this has been a massive success even with cancer it's terribly important you know in england they will not give you now a time frame. They're not allowed to say you've got 10 months to live because people turn into that expectation. They no longer say that because it was so powerful that people were becoming their life expectancy. When they don't tell them, they can't become that.
1: Let's talk about cancer because you've Mm. bounced back from cancer twice. Yeah, Tell us that story.
0: So the first time I had womb cancer and I was perfectly well. I was completely shocked when they told me, but Something rather alarming happened then. I I went to see this doctor who was giving me the diagnosis. I I didn't actually believe it was real. And I said to her, will it come back? And she literally did this. It has your address. It knows where you live. It will probably come back, which I thought was a terrible, terrible thing to do. But even then I understood something. You must not let this in. Do not let it. When I was told I could never have children, I didn't let it in. I heard a voice in my head say, don't let that in. And that voice has been so such a great friend to me. Do not let that. I knew it wasn't going to come back. In fact, it did come back, but it came back differently. But I had it came back after two years we're in a different place. But even then, I knew it was not up to the doctor, it's up to me. And that's so important. If you get diagnosed with anything at all, it's not up to the doctor, it's up to you. You must make a decision. I'm not going to let that in. I worked with someone very dear to me who had cancer, and they said, you've got a 25% chance of living. And I said, well, just be in that 25% then. go, okay, that's good, I'm in the 25%. If you've got a 5%, decide I'm in that 5%. Last year, one of my dearest friends was diagnosed with cancer, and I didn't even know I was in America. And then when I found, and I called her, she was in a hospital. I'm like, why are you in a hospice? She goes, well, I'm going to die. I'm like, you can't die, you're not even 50. She said, well, they won't give me chemo, they won't give me immunotherapy. I said, look... I'm going to tell you the truth. When nothing works, you have to do something different. Your body can do its own chemo. Your body can do its own immunotherapy. So I hypnotized her every day for 20 minutes. I'd call her and I would command her body to do its own chemo. They told her she'd be dead by the end of August. It's now almost March. She's gone. They sent her home, actually. They said, You're too ill. Well, they sent her home. They said, You're too well to be here. She's at home. She's fine. The cancer's completely in remission. They said the cancer is disabled it's it's ceased to grow it's just there and that's so that's amazing. been amazing but that wasn't me that was her and every day i did a healing vortex which we'll do a little bit of today
1: so so stay tuned for that because what we're going to do in this episode is first we need to build up your faith we need you to understand the science the evidence for mind body healing faith is really important in this whole approach But then what Marissa is going to do is teach you some simple, basic healing techniques as as powerful as we can deliver in the format of this YouTube show. Um, Of course, you can learn more on Marissa's website, marissapierre.com. But what we're going to do is Marissa is going to guide you through a powerful mental exercise to teach you how to command your body to heal. So stay tuned for that. Now, Marissa, on your cancer, I vividly remember this particular incident. And your husband, John, is sitting right behind me. I'm uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna film this on my iPhone so people can see uh, John back there. There's handsome John. Uh, John's an incredible entrepreneur. Marissa Pierce, loving husband, and uh, John. I I remember this incident uh, that happened recently. We were. About to film Marissa for her new program on Mind Valley. It was twenty sixteen or twenty seventeen. Twenty fifteen. It was in San Diego. That's right. And we had rented an Airbnb. We had the film crew and you were gonna come and we were gonna create your newest Mind Valley program. So I'm waiting in the lobby of the hotel for you, and John runs down, and John is in tears. And I'm like, John, what what happened? Is Marissa okay? And John mentioned to me that you'd just been diagnosed with cancer. And so now I my eyes were welling up. We canceled the shoot, you know, um, the, the entire team was sent home. I sat there with John, and then you came, and you were not crying. You were not distressed. You had received, you'd been diagnosed, I think, that day or, or that yeah. night. And I said, Marissa, how, I'm so sorry. And you said, oh, don't worry about it. I'll recover from it in a month.
0: Yeah, it was just a blip.
1: You said something like that. It was it's just a blip. a blip. And how yeah. long did it take you to recover from
0: it? A month. Yeah, because I had cancer, I didn't, yeah.
1: What type of cancer was this?
0: That was womb cancer.
1: That was 2015 womb cancer. And so that was your second diagnosis? Oh, no, actually, first... no,
0: I'm actually getting this wrong. It was 2017. So the first cancer was 2015. You were right, it was 2017. Okay, yeah. so
1: this was 2017. what yeah. was this cancer? That
0: was colon cancer.
1: Colon cancer. Okay, so, uh, John, is it okay if I get your impression on this one?
0: Yeah, <laughs> sure.
1: Okay. So, John, how did that make you feel?
0: Well, that truly was devastating um,
1: because it was a a shock um, and I was terribly distraught. But then I realised that um, uh, talking to Marissa, she would say, it's okay. I'm absolutely convinced that I'm going to fix this. And remember, I've I've seen her fix hundreds of people and I, I believed it and I believed it and it happened and she completely cured herself. That's amazing, John. Thank you for sharing that that intimate moment with us. So, back to cancer. Um, just a caveat here: we are no way saying that that you can recover from cancer. But there is an interesting study worth looking into for people who want to dig in deeper, because cancer afflicts a lot of people. I lost mm-hmm. a friend recently to to cancer, um, and her last week was just devastating. She she died um, stage four cancer. So, cancer. I mean, it's so painful, but there is evidence that we can recover from cancer. Mm -hmm. That a tiny percentage of the population can. The study was done by Dr. O'Call Simonton at Mm. the Simonton Cancer Research Institute. Feel free to Google it, and it involved about two hundred and fifty or so cancer patients, and they were thought. Imagery therapy mm. designed by the Silver Method. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Silver Method is on Mind Valley as well. And for four m- months, they visualized using Silver Method techniques their cancer um, going away, yeah. the cancer shrinking. And these patients were given 12 months to live. Mm-hmm. They were all terminally ill. At the end of the study, there was a small percentage out of 250, around uh, 13 had seen their cancer. Uh, s- Slow down or stop. 17 had fully recovered, but the overall data showed that the lifespan increased from 12 months to 24.4 months on average. Yeah. So that was a pretty dramatic success rate. And the only difference was imagery therapy. Mm. They were visualizing their cancer shrinking. Mm. So now let's talk about you, Marissa, and how, what were you putting in place to recover from first womb cancer in 2015 and then colon cancer in 2017?
0: You know, it's very interesting because when I had womb cancer, my first thought was, well, that's a stroke of luck because I don't need a womb. I mean, if I could get it anywhere, how lucky am I to have it in my womb? I, I don't need a womb. My womb gave me a great baby. She's now grown up. And so I, didn't, I felt very lucky I, I got it. in. A, yeah, well, you know, the weird thing is that it starts being what you do, but then it becomes who you are. So I, I felt very lucky that it was an, an organ I didn't need ever again. But, of course, then they went, well, now when we remove the womb... Some of the cancer cells can spill out and then it can go to the liver. So with the best meaning in the world, doctors do terrify you. So I, had, I imagined my womb wrapped up in cling film, or you might call it saran wrap. I, reminded it, I imagined it like a fortress that I told my body to surround it so that when they removed it, no cancer cells could But I had a conversation with my womb. I said, look, you've done a great job. You've given me a great baby. She's now grown up, but I've got to be here for that great baby. So I've got to let you go. And I, I had a conversation, I said goodbye to it, but I imagined it leaving totally every single cell left with it. I also imagined, because when I first got diagnosed, I didn't know the stage, so it was very important to imagine a whole um, barricade around my womb so it couldn't spread, because first stage cancer is not really an issue, it hasn't gone anywhere. That, But they do terribly, oh, it could go to the liver, it could go to the kidneys. And so that was very important. And then I went in, I had it removed, I went home the next day and I felt like, oh, I had cancer, now I don't have cancer. And people would say to me, oh, I'm a cancer survivor too. And I'm like, no, I'm not a cancer survivor. I don't have it. I didn't ever want to join a group. I don't don't think those groups are wrong, but I didn't want to go to a group and go, oh, well, my cancer, because I'm a great believer that do not call anything you want to be free of mine, Not my migraine, my cancer, my irritable bowel. Because if you call something mine, you own it. It's an ownership word. You might say, this is my kid. This is my home. Now I've got my irritable bowel. I've got my tension, headaches. So I didn't want to be a cancer survivor or talk about my cancer. And I correct people all the time. How did you refer to it then? The. You see, that is the cancer. I
1: remember you correcting me on this. I uh, correct we people bumped people into all each other in, in a hotel yeah. and you asked me, "How are your how are your, how's your eyesight yeah. doing?" and I said, "Well, my astigmatism has gotten better." Yeah. And you said, "Nope, don't say my astigmatism." Yeah, cuz you say don't want to own it. Yeah. And right.
0: so l- these little things are so simple yet they are immensely powerful. You never want to call anything mine if you don't want to own it. People say, "You know, my fat thighs, my cellulite, it's not yours." Mm. It's the, because when people say, oh, here's the wife, we don't like that. What do you mean, the wife? Surely I'm your wife. I want you to say, this is my wife, because I want to own that. So switch my to the. It makes a massive difference. So now,
1: let's go on to the exact statement that you taught me on how to heal my eyesight. Okay. Okay, and it was a technique that you call the dick technique. I do. The literally the Dick technique yes. and DIC, D I C C stands for direct instruct command and compel. Yeah, direct instruct command and compel. And this is one of the coolest things I learned, guys. So I want to uh, have Marissa teach this technique to you as well. And did you really have to call it the DIC technique? Well, initially really I, called it, so I called it C
0: I D because it was initially it was command instruct direct. Uh-huh. And in England, CID means Criminal Investigation. We all know CID. It's like the English version of FBI. But once I was doing this, people didn't know what CID was, but everyone knows what Dick was. So, and that's a good energy, too. So I thought, well, that's actually better, calling it Dick energy, direct, <laughs> instruct, command, compel, because that's very powerful. So most people like that. Some people are a bit shocked, but it doesn't matter. They remember they it. They remember it, and that's you the can't key forget, point. You can't Dick, forget. D-I-C-C, direct, yeah.
1: instruct, command, and compel. It's right? actually
0: three Cs, and code. Oh, code. direct,
1: code. instruct, command, compel, and code. code. Yeah. Three C. So it's
0: DIC. Yeah, exactly. D I C C C. Yeah, yeah.
1: Direct, instruct, command, compel, and code. Code. Yeah.
0: Got and it. you see, that's what you're doing. You're directing your body to heal itself during COVID. We were coming and going. Oh my God! You know, COVID. There's no line of defense. There is a line of defense. It's called your immune system. And by the way, you can go. Oh, I'm lying in bed with my husband. He's streaming. I'm going to get it. Or you could say, well, I'm not going to get it because I have a fantastic immune system. It is a choice. Every day you get to choose how to speak. Now, you can choose to be super negative. I've got a terrible immune system. My metabolic rate is rubbish. I catch every illness going. You can choose that. Or you can choose to go, hey, I've got a fantastic immune system. I happen to have a fantastic metabolic. My digestion is amazing. My memory is incredible. The thing you can't choose is what you do to your body when you think there's negative thoughts. And if you could see what you did, you would never do that. You would never go, got my migraine, my tension, headache, my irritable bowel. I always get seasonal flu. I always get fat over the 10-day Christmas holidays. You wouldn't do it because your mind has zero choice but to act on your words. But you have choice to stop that. Give you an example. My little girl, when she was little, would go to leave the house and come back. And I never said, what have you forgotten? I said, what have you remembered? I remembered my lunch remember my swimming kit. And you see, I was saying, isn't your mind amazing? As you get to the door, you remember. I could have said, oh, here we go again. Every day you forget. But because I said, what have you remembered? She began to think, hey, I've got a great memory. As I get to the door, I remember everything. It was just a little tiny switch. What have you remembered, not what have you forgotten? And so that was a simple way of talking to yourself. Thinking yourself better if you get a cold rather than going oh, I've got a cold for a week to say hey This is going to be gone in a day. I'm going to command my body to fix it I've hypnotized many women to go through the menopause in three weeks They say, you don't have to have that for a year just speed it up or in fact slow it down I had a client who went into the menopause at 37 and she hadn't had children I said but you can reverse that so I hypnotized to reverse all the symptoms and she had one son who's now grown up, and then she went into the menopause later. So you never have to be a victim of that. You have immense power to change, you know. And if you're not changing your words, not changing your language, if you're not choosing to think better words, you're actually choosing to stay the same.
1: And this is why I like, um, I like your, your dick technique. What, you, what Marissa Pierre taught me how to say with my eyesight, because I was getting frustrated. I'd had um, LASIK.
0: Mm-hmm. 20
1: years ago, and I'd reached a stage where my eyesight was starting to, astigmatism was starting to kick mm-hmm. in, and I was just really annoyed having sure. gone through LASIK surgery, but having to wear glasses to see mm. at night. But this annoyance was making it worse. Of course, And I went and frustration. through two months, and my eye power suddenly shot up
0: mm-hmm.
1: in two months. Um, but it, I noticed that it shot up dramatically after I got diagnosed that I had mild astigmatism.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and then that frustration caused it to accelerate. Of course. And 60 days later, the astigmatism has gone from mild to, I need glasses to function at night. So you see, I had developed this self-talk. Damn it. Why me? Why my eyes again? Mm. Why did this come back? Yeah. And what Marissa showed me how to do is to, every time I felt like I couldn't see something as clear as I should, rather than get frustrated, use the following command. I direct, instruct, command, compel, and code both my eyes to heal perfectly and properly right now. Yeah. I direct, instruct, command, and code both my eyes to heal perfectly and properly right now. Yeah. Okay, now let's break that down because I found the statement to be so powerful. Um, and Marissa also recorded some hypnotherapy meditations for me, which I started listening to. And I found that very rapidly the the deterioration of the eyesight slowed down and I was able to function more without glasses. Mm. And now I'm trying to see if I can go to complete 2020. Mm-hmm. But I started applying this to other aspects of health. So I love working out. And I started, I started using this phrase as I work out. I direct instruct, command, compel, encode my body to put on a kilogram of muscle and shed a kilogram of fat in all the right places right now. And what I started noticing was very interesting. After about a month, I started noticing that my gains from working out were a lot better than mm. I otherwise would have expected.
0: Yeah, and you see, I do that a lot. I've got a new program called Dietless Life because the whole dieting industry is crazy. Many people think, oh, my God, if I, I gain weight, if I look at cake, I can't eat that, I mustn't eat that. And every time you diet, your resting metabolic rate goes down until it becomes true. Dieting actually over time makes you fat. And rather than do that, why not say, hey, everything I eat, I... Command, compel, instruct, I direct my body to burn it all off. I I try to live a life without sugar, but occasionally I eat sugar. You know what? My body's losing that like broccoli. It's just using it all up. So you have a choice. You can go, I've eaten so much sugar, I'm going to get fat. Look, I knew it. I got on the scales. I knew I'd gain a pound if I went. I knew I'd gain two pounds over the weekend. Or to say, hey, I instruct, command, command. I direct my body to burn that off. And so I do that all the time because energetically, if you fear food, if you fear gaining weight, here's a rule of the mind. What is expected tends to be realized. Here's another rule of your mind. Every thought you think is a blueprint that your mind body and psyche work to make real. So when you're saying I'm directing, instructing, commanding, coding my mind to build a perfect body, speed up my metabolic rate, improve my digestion, it becomes real. Mm -hmm. People come come up to me and say, hey, you know, I I did your program and after 10 years of dieting, I now eat anything. Obviously, I prefer healthy food and I've just become a normal weight. And again, it's, it's that frustration because... What diets do is they shame you for being overweight. Then they offer you a cure. I've got this juice diet, this soup diet, which doesn't work. You've got to pay for it. And then they go, oh, well, that's your fault. You need another one, a harder one, a stricter one. And the whole diet industry is so abusive. We say things like punish those pounds. Do a punishing workout. Be strict. Go on a strict diet. Oh, you've cheated. You haven't been good. You've been bad. I don't know how they got away with it for 30 years because it's so abusive. It sucks. It's, only it's 1%, abusive.
1: Studies show only 1% of diets work. Yeah. The the weight loss program, Mind yeah. Valley, Wild Fit, yeah. is based completely on different concepts, yeah, behavioral I know. change it's dynamics. Not abuse. Yeah. Our mutual friend Eric at yeah. teaches it. And it's not about willpower or dieting, it's about training your brain, brain yeah. to change your mind, your body's conditioning yeah. so you start shedding fat yeah. and desiring healthy yeah. food, right? And that's why WildFit has yeah. so many success stories. And
0: the only way you can ever have a body you love is to love the body you have. Even if you don't like it, your body is the most mind-boggling, priceless thing you'll ever own. And if you come at it from love, I love my body enough not to eat donuts. For, I love my body enough not to drink Coke. I love it enough to put in some green stuff and drink some water, it actually becomes a game changer because you're going from abuse and self-hatred to love.
1: That's very true. Many spiritual teachers, so this is an important point for you guys, even if there's a part of your body that is frustrating, maybe it's um, it's skin, that you might have some skin condition. You you want to start with love. You want to love that you have the skin in the first place. You want to start with gratitude and appreciation. Your skin has kept you human for countless decades, your skin is keeping your your organs and what's inside you safe. Your skin has might be beautiful. It has served you. It's given you a sense of identity. You nurture mm-hmm. and you acknowledge what you like about your skin, and then you command your skin to go back to its yeah. perfect state. Now, speaking of that, why is it that you, in the dick technique, you say what is essentially the same word five times, direct, instruct, command, compel, and code?
0: Because... The mind learns by repetition. That's another rule of the mind. The mind learns by repetition. So, if you just say something once, when you repeat it, the mind loves repetition. If you want to instruct your mind, you've got to learn a few things about the mind. First of all, it only ever works in the present tense. You can't say I'm gonna have great skin next year. It has to be now, right now. It works in the present tense. The mind's actually not that great at future pacing. So saying next year I'm gonna have a bikini body doesn't work because the mind doesn't know what next year is. It must be now, right now. The mind loves powerful words that excite the imagination. I've never got that every day. And everyone getting better and better at what having tension, headaches. You need to not be ambiguous, you need, to, you need to make it powerful, relevant, exciting. Turn your mind on every day, and everyone getting better and better doesn't turn your mind on. I am compelling, coding, directing, instructing my perfect body to go back to its original coding and work perfectly, exactly as nature intended it to. Right. That's what works. You know, I had a little boy who was Japanese, who had very sensitive skin. And I called it sensible skin, because he wasn't great at language. I said, you've got sensible skin, not sense." and your sensible skin knows how to get better. Your sensible skin will cure itself immediately. And his mother said, it's amazing. He stopped calling it sensitive, started to call it sensible. And it was a game changer. It's and it's- It's amazing
1: how just the words we use yeah. can change things. So- You know, so- it's
0: not amazing because the way you feel about everything our non is down to only two things, the pictures you make in your head and the words you construct. So when you change the pictures and words, you're changing everything at a cellular level. Mm-hmm.
1: So the first thing is direct construct command compelling code. Yes. And then you always end with the word right now.
0: Right now. And
1: there's a third piece when you told me to be very specific about how I wanted my eyes mm-hmm. to heal. I wouldn't just say perfect eyesight, I would say I direct construct command compelling code both my eyes, both mm-hmm. specificity, to heal perfectly and properly
0: Yeah. right now. Right now.
1: Let's talk about that, the the specifics.
0: Yeah. Well, you must be specific. I, I worked with a girl many years ago who would got pregnant five times. She had a rare genetic disorder, and she had a 50 pe- 50% chance of any child she conceived having that. So she was using IVF, but it wasn't working. And after five terminations, she felt she couldn't do it again. And so she came to me and said, Look, if 50% of your eggs haven't got it, let's go inside and pick an egg that doesn't have it. That may seem really weird, but I was having her imagine she could look at her ovarian reserve and see some luminous eggs that didn't have this genetic disorder. I mean, there was a 50% chance already it would work. And she explained to me all this medical terminology that her. FSH levels must be one number, her womb lining must be another. And I asked her what she wanted, and I coded that back into her. She had a perfect baby, and she wrote an in, she wrote the um, introduction to one of my books and said, but I didn't know. How did you know that medical terminology? Well, I asked her, what do you want? So we will say, you know, I need my insulin level to be this, I need my um, collagen level to be that, I need my hormone level to be that. And if I ask people what they want, then I know what they want. And people come to see me and they're ill. I always say, hey, you know, if your doctor was here, what would he say? They go, well, he would say I've got polycystic oxygen. What is that? Well, my hormone levels are all wrong. Okay, well, now I know what's wrong. I actually know how to make it right by reversing it.
1: So in the case of this woman who was, who was, um, who was looking to conceive, do you remember the statement that you had her compose?
0: Well, I made a recording for her and I just kept commanding her body to pick an egg that was genetically perfect. Half her eggs were perfect, half had this genetic disorder. So I told her mine to pick an egg that was genetically perfect so she could conceive, carry, and deliver a perfect baby. Conceive,
1: care, and deliver a perfect yeah. baby. Conceive, because, care, and deliver.
0: Because that's another thing. When I work with people who, they say, I want to get pregnant. No, you don't. Of course you don't want to get pregnant. You can get pregnant 11 times and never have a baby. You need mm-hmm. to bypass that. You don't want to be pregnant. You want to conceive carry and deliver a perfect robust and healthy and baby. Perfect, so you see how so often can't. our thinking is just incomplete. I want to get pregnant. That's only the beginning of the journey. I want love. How long for a day? An afternoon? You want love forever, so you want the right person.
1: So so let let's recap those three things, yeah. right? So there is the 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 statement that you want mm-hmm. to compose, direct instruct command compelling code. Mm-hmm. Then there's the specificity. In this example, it's not just I want to be pregnant, I want to conceive, carry, and deliver a perfectly
0: healthy baby. Perfect, healthy, robust baby. Robust baby. And all the the words right now. Right now. Ending
1: with right now. Now, where do we say these statements?
0: Well, I'll give you an example that people do a lot. I want attention. Well, you can get attention for having explosive gas. That's not really what you right. want. And you can get attention for being sick. You know? And actually, I've realized that many, many, many of my clients throughout my long career have made themselves sick because they longed for attention. And by the way, if you're a child and you don't get love, being sick is the very next best thing. Because it's almost like love. People are worried. They're stroking my arm. They're tapping my vein to put a needle in. I'm getting some attention here. And I saw that with my own mother who was such a great teacher who was always sick because she learned very early on. She was evacuated in the war and she was so sick. She was sent home, the only one who was sent home. And so many people learn, I, I want attention. I want to be noticed. I want my parents to love me. I want them to spend time with them. And I goes okay. How about being sick then? Because the mind isn't logical, it's a feeling mind. You have to be very careful what you ask for because you'll probably get it. If you ask for attention or someone to care about you, you're being unspecific. If you want attention, you go, I want positive attention for being an amazing person, for having a particular gift. You know, we, we don't really understand that small children, when they try to read in class and they get it wrong, they go, well, I'll, never, I'll never speak in public right. again. That isn't a fleeting thought. That is a direct command to the mind. Stop me speaking in public. And 30 years later, they go to give a talk and they have a panic attack or they get really sweaty or they get a headache and they pull out because the mind does what it thinks you want it to do. You know, people get fired at work, they get done, they go, I I couldn't go through that again, ever again. And they're actually telling them, I never let me go through that again. Stop me finding love, stop me being the focus, stop me getting pregnant. People go, oh my God, I had an abortion, I had a miscarriage, I could never go through that again. You're saying to them, I make sure I never go through that again. Make me infertile, as odd as it sounds. Our thoughts are so powerful. There are so many people who deny themselves love, Deny themselves success because once they got dumped, once they got hurt, once they got abandoned. And so be very careful what you ask for. When you're asking for something, I want attention. Make sure you add in positive attention for having a great idea, for being a loving person. I want love. Make sure I want love that lasts my entire life. Someone that loves my soul and I love theirs. I want success. You know, make sure you add what that is. So it's the detail and the commanding, compelling, directing, instructing is giving tremendous detail. I, I command perfect eyesight. And again, even the word wanting, I want it. I wish for it. I dream of it. That's not good enough. Wishing says, go on wishing. You never have it. Well, why don't you dream of it? Because that's all it's ever given. But when you say, I demand it, I instruct it, I compel my body to give it to me, your mind goes, oh, I get that. This is really important. This is not a wish or a dream or a hope. You are demanding, commanding, instructing, coding, directing your mind to give it to you. And the mind is powerful beyond belief. You know, we, we have really no idea how powerful we are. But when you direct the mind... It will go ahead and do what you tell because that's its job anyway. You're just making its job so much easier.
1: So let's let's now go to the portion mm-hmm. where we'll take our audience here on a journey with communicating with their mind.
0: Okay. Can I just tell you one little quick story because it will help you, sure. you know? About five years ago I was having um x ray my dentist, Oh, you've got this black thing in your garment. That could be cancer because, you know, you've had cancer twice. So I'm a bit worried about that. So you need to go and see someone. So I went to have an and Oh, yeah, you've, got, you've cracked your tooth from front to bottom. And the doctor said, God, you must be really good at pain because I'm amazed this hasn't caused you any pain. But I am very good at pain because I don't use the word pain. Right. I use the word discomfort. When people say, you're in pain, I go, no, I'm in discomfort. I don't need any medication because I'm not in pain I'm just in discomfort, totally different. Anyway, went in, they took the tooth out, they had they put in a bone graft. About eight months later I went back and they went, Oh dear, the bone graft hasn't taken, we've got to do this all again. It costs so much money. And I'm like, Oh, I'm not going through that again. It was wasn't good. I said, Don't worry, I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna grow my own bone back. And my dentist said, You could actually do it. So he told me what to do. He said, Bone is like honeycomb. So, you want to imagine this bone hugging the implant. I'm going to it like a tight polar neck sweater. So, I went home, and every day I had this imaginary little vortex spinning through just that tooth, making the bone grow back, making this honeycomb grow to hug this implant that was coming in like a tight pole in it. When I went back, I didn't really do it very much. She said, it's amazing you've grown all the bone back. You didn't even need to come in the first time. They put the implant in and it's been in ever yeah. since.
1: So you commanded your bone to grow. To grow, yeah. That's incredible.
0: But not really because bone grows all the time. You know, it sounds like but you know, if, if you, as you know, when well, I broke you, my If you break leg, bone, it's, it's going to grow and, It grows back. And, you, and when, I, when my ankle was broken, I imagined all these bone cells, like snowflakes, all these thick bone cells regrowing. It's how I got my ankle and foot to heal much more quickly, to imagine these bone cells like snowflakes landing and growing. So if you can see it, your mind can achieve it. And so that was a simple thing. We're going to do a slightly advanced version of that. It's going to be somewhat generic, but you can apply it to anything. Your skin, which is the largest organ in your body, your immune system, your digestive system, your, ner- your sleep system. Here's the thing we do, which is really weird. We say, I'm fall- I need to fall asleep. Our greatest fear is of falling backwards. You know, when babies are born, mm-hmm. look, they do that because right. they fear falling. When you go to a high building and look down, your stomach drops. So saying, I need to fall asleep, is an odd direct to the mind. Getting into bed, telling them, to go, I've got to go to sleep. We're well, not going anywhere. So if you want to sleep, when you get into bed, you say, sleep is coming to me. Getting on a plane saying I need to fall asleep. Nobody wants to fall on a plane. You need to say sleep comes to me. It's so often just the language is not quite correct. Because
1: our subconscious mind is understanding language in a
0: different way. In a different way all the time. If you say don't touch that pen, what your mind hears is touch the pen don't scratch my nose, you hear scratch my nose, I don't need to pee becomes really I need to pee right now, because the mind doesn't register don't, and it doesn't know what don't is, in fact there was a very famous um, time when Nancy Regan gave all these pencils to children, don't don't do drugs, and as they shoved them they began to say do drugs, which is kind of, I thought that was very funny, because they should have done it the other way around, drugs don't do, but Yes, that the subconscious mind hears language very differently, understands it differently. I don't want to be shouted, I, I don't want to fail that exam becomes okay. I better make you sick then, you to turn up rather than, I'm planning to ace that exam. So you just got to reverse all the don'ts. I don't want to get rejected becomes, I, I can only be loved. Mm-hmm. I don't want to fail becomes, I can only succeed. I don't want to be alone becomes, I'm always finding friends, and because I'm lovable. So when you're using what you don't want, you're telling your mind what you don't want, and your mind is trying to work on that in a very abstract way. So when my daughter was climbing a tree, I'd never say, you're going to fall, you're going to fall now. I'd say, look at where your hands are, look at where your feet are, keep looking at where you're going up the tree. I never said, you're going to fall, because if I said that,
1: she would fall. What about a statement like, be careful?
0: Yeah, well, you know, be careful. I mean, that's okay if you're doing something where you've got to be careful climbing, for instance, or carrying something mm-hmm. that's very delicate. But again, it's better to say, I've got this. I'm, I'm holding this. So it's I'm walking perfectly. Yeah. Well, what does careful mean? If I'm right. doing something precise, mm-hmm. going, I'm giving this all my attention. I'm getting this just right rather than...
1: So, so let's go on to the, the directive yeah. healing okay. method that you're about to teach us.
0: So what you're going to do is you're going to close your eyes because we see much better with our eyes shut. Our imagination is much more inspirational with closed eyes. And you're going to imagine above your head a vortex of energy. The vortex is rather like a spinning top, It's rather like a good tornado. And it's going to move through your body, keeping your body completely within its sphere. And it's going to rebalance all of your systems, your nervous system, your immune system, your skeletal system, your sleep system, your digestive system. And I will have it pause at times. You might go, hey, I want to work on my eyes. I want to work on my gums. I want to work on my skin. I want to work on my stomach, my gut, my liver. Because even the liver, you see, all of the things in your body regenerate themselves. You make new skin all the time. You make new new organs constantly. And what happens is you have to code that regeneration to be more perfect and more perfect each time. You know, here's the weird thing about cancer. Your body kills off your cells all the time. and makes new ones, but cancer cells don't die unless you command them to do so. So it's going to go through your body. I'm going to direct you. There's nothing really for you to do except listen and believe, hey, I believe this will work. Even if you don't keep saying this is working, I'm making it work. Don't do that, oh, this is all woo-woo, because you know what, woo-woo works. So even if it's woo-woo, that's good, because we've proven that works. But this is not magic, it's actually science. Neuroplasticity means that your thoughts that you're thinking are changing the shape of you, changing the shape of your brain, your body. So let's make it work, so all you have to do is first of all look up like that, because when you look up like that, keep your eyeballs up and close the lids and you're going to alpha, where you are suggestible in a great way. So let's just practice for one minute. Roll up your eyes like that, keep them up, close the lids down, and if you can do that, you can do the rest of this perfectly. So roll up your eyes, keep your eyeballs up, just close the lids down, and now let your eyes go wherever they want to go. Keep them shut, and I want you to imagine Hovering above your head is a vortex of powerful healing energy, rather like a child's spinning top, rather like a good tornado. I want this vortex to be wider than you, so wider than your shoulders, wider than your hips, and as it moves through your body, will keep your body completely within its sphere. See it in your mind's eye, and see it in a color that you find healing, a beautiful pink, a brilliant white, silver, gold, blue, And I want you to feel the energy of that vortex because it's rather like the rotating brushes of a car wash. Those brushes rotate to get rid of old stuff and to leave that car shiny and new, and today they're going to get rid of old stuff in you and leave you shiny and new and powerful and healthy. So right now, the very tail of this healing energy vortex is touching the top of your head It's moving into your head. It's actually moving into your very mind. And it's searching for limiting beliefs. It's searching for blocking thoughts. It's searching for anything that has got in your way. So I want you to feel this healing energy vortex moving into your mind, looking for limiting beliefs that hurt you, for blocking thoughts that hold you back. And like a massive broom, like the most powerful Dyson, just sucking those limiting beliefs out of your mind, shoving them out of your mind, pushing them out of your mind. And as it pushes those limiting beliefs and blocking thoughts out of your mind, it's allowing you to think better thoughts, to think, hey, I can heal my body, I can heal my life. I want you to think of something you would like. Amazing health, a phenomenal immune system, fantastic skin, amazing digestion, a super efficient metabolic rate. Here's something wonderful. How about imagining my body is a wellness-making machine. My body does wellness, always wellness only wellness. Imagine you are imprinting, coding that belief into your mind so powerfully that it cancels out and wipes out other old beliefs. And I want you to even say it, my body is a wellness making machine. My body does wellness, always wellness, only wellness. That thought is now imprinted, coded, wired, fired into your mind and it's going to influence everything you do in the most powerful way. And the vortex is spinning down through your mind towards your eyes. And as this vortex moves towards your eyes, you see the power you have to do wellness. Only wellness, always wellness. You're beginning to see And you're beginning to remember that the way you feel about everything is down to the pictures you make in your head and the words you say in this vortex is commanding, compelling, directing, instructing you to see better pictures about your health, about your purpose in life, about why you're even here. You're beginning to see the wonder of you, the beauty of you, the gift of you, because you do indeed have a gift. And now the vortex is moving from your eyes towards your ears, you're able to hear. You're able to hear your own voice banning the word my, my headache, my illness, and instead saying, I am doing wellness. So the vortex, when it moves from your mind to your eyes to your ears, it's still working, it's going to encompass you. So as the vortex moves down to your eyes, it's still working on your thinking, it's working, to your ears, so you hear better things about yourself. You understand the most important words you will ever hear, the words you say. So as the vortex moves down to your mouth, you're able to hear yourself stating that your body is a wellness-making machine. But at the same time, you can take a minute and imagine that vortex working on your gums, working on your teeth, working on your vision. You are able to direct Instruct, command, code, and compel your teeth to be perfect, your gums, your vision to be amazing. And now the vortex is spinning down towards your throat. It is just like the rotating brushes of a car wash. As it spins, twists, turns, and vibrates, it is removing... Anything that gets in your is removing old stuff, removing old beliefs, old thoughts, and leaving behind better beliefs. And you make your beliefs, and then your beliefs make you. And right now, this minute, you are making better beliefs about your health. The vortex is traveling down towards your shoulders. It's traveling down towards your spine. As the vortex travels down your spine, every nerve, Every vertebrae, every bone is in the right place. I want you to imagine your spine like Lego bricks. You're making your spine strong and perfect. You hold your head up high. The muscles around your upper back and the small of your back are perfect. Everything is in the right place at the right time, doing the right job perfectly. Every organ is communicating with every other organ perfectly. And while this vortex is healing your spine, your upper back, your lower back, it's also working through your front. It is traveling down to your heart, your big, beautiful heart. And let's take a look at this big, beautiful heart, which is scarred, I know. But you see a bodybuilder wanting to make a muscle bigger must break it. And if you've had a broken heart, that means it's grown back bigger and better. You have a very functional heart. It only knows how to stay big and strong. And the scars on it are rather like wabi-sabi in Japan. They just make it more beautiful. And I want you to look at your heart and believe that you have a functional heart, a beautiful heart, a tremendous capacity to love. And now that vortex is moving down to your lungs. I want you to breathe in. And I want you to breathe out. I want you to take a breath in and give that breath away and do that again and again and see something amazing. Here is balance, here is where you give and receive. You can't give without receiving and you can't receive without giving. So notice how your breathing is perfect balance. You can give and receive, you can give compliments and you can receive you can give love and you can receive it. From now on, you remember to breathe deeply, to breathe properly, to oxygenate your blood. You are directing, instructing, commanding, compelling your lungs to breathe deeply, perfectly to send oxygenated blood all around your body, healing everything. And now the vortex is traveling to your liver. I want you to see your liver as shiny and glossy and perfect. It's a perfect, rich, ruby red. It's shiny. It's doing a phenomenal job of keeping, look at your kidneys. They, too, are doing a perfect job of processing. Your body is a perfect detoxing machine. And I want you right now to direct, instruct, command, compel, and code your liver, your kidneys, to detox perfectly. And now let's take a look at your stomach, the seat of all your emotions. You have a perfect stomach. It digests food perfectly. You have a perfect gut, the second brain. And while this vortex is spinning, your skeletal system is perfect. Your digestive system is perfect. Your immune system is so strong that every day your immune system sends out troops to find infection, they surround that infection, they devour it, they send out monocytes to clean up the mess, and they leave behind antibodies to keep you well and strong. And the more you imagine and say, I have a phenomenal, reliable, dependable immune system, the more your first system of defense is perfected and strong and doing its job right now Every system in your body is working perfectly, doing its job perfectly with every other system. And now the vortex is spinning through your pelvis, spinning through your thighs, spinning through your knees, spinning through your ankles. Your whole body is completely encompassed in this wonderful healing energy vortex, which is spinning, twisting, turning, vibrating, spinning out the old. Coding and then you spinning out the old stuff and wiring and firing and coding and then you take a minute. you only need a minute to think of the area of your body that you would like to be even stronger, even better. could be your skin, your organs, could be your balance, could be your eyes, could be your hormones. So I want you to repeat after me these exact words. I direct. I instruct, I command, I code, I compel this to work perfectly. And that could be any part of your body at all, it could be your memory. I direct, I instruct, I command, I compel, I code this. You're going to add the bit, particular area, to work perfectly, exactly as nature intended it to. And just one more time, repeat this word for it, but add in the bit, the piece, whatever it is for you. I direct, I instruct, I command, I compel, I code this particular part to work perfectly, exactly as nature wanted it to right now. And of course, you can actually break this down and do it bit by bit. I direct my skin to work perfectly. I instruct my skin to be young and resilient. I code my skin to be perfect. I compel my skin to be perfect. You can break it down and do it bit by bit when you're walking around the house cleaning your teeth in an Uber going to work. Whatever you're doing, you have a minute to say, I direct, instruct, command, Code COMPEL my body to work perfectly, properly, exactly as nature wanted to do right now. And make your words excellent. I have luminous, glowy, satin skin. I have fantastic vision. My teeth are strong. My digestion is amazing. My metabolic rate is incredible. My body is a fat-burning machine. My body is a wellness-making machine. You have so much power to do this and to make it amazing. And long after this session has gone, you remember those words, the dick energy, direct, instruct, command, code, compel. And if you remember that, and you remember to imply it, and it only takes a minute or two, you can make your health, your energy, your life extraordinary. So do it, do it right now. So let's take another minute. That vortex is holding your whole body within it's spinning, vibrating, twisting, working on you. I want you to love it, respect it. The only way you can have a body you love is to love the body you have. So just for a minute, think about what your body does. Your legs take you everywhere. Your eyes see amazing things. Your hands, your arms hold people that you love, that love you. You have an incredible brain. You own something priceless, love it, care for it. And I promise you, will love you right back if you just do a few loving things for your body. And here they are, praise your body, be grateful for your body, hydrate, get enough sleep, and eat better. If you just do those five things, your body will do numerous things back. Love your body and watch as it loves you back in the most extraordinary, impressive way. So now is the time to let that vortex go. I want you to imagine opening up two valves in the soles of your feet and just allowing that vortex to start pulling out. And as that vortex leaves your body, rather like a broom, it is shoving, pushing, moving, limiting beliefs, toxic thoughts, toxic impressions are leaving your body. That vortex is shoving, pushing, sweeping, negative thoughts, blocking beliefs out of you. And what's left behind is shiny, new, powerful, positive. You have this incredible dick energy. You direct, instruct, command, code, compel your body to act perfectly, to heal perfectly, to be resilient perfectly. I promise you can do it. Feel that old stuff leaving your body, rather like an egg timer that you turned upside down, stuck a little pin in, and that sand is leaving your body. That negativity is leaving your body. And what's left behind is positivity, newness. You are flexible in your thoughts, in your thinking. You're strong, you're resilient, you're amazing. Let the vortex leave your body, knowing you can reapply this any time. You can go to bed at night and just command that vortex to work all through your sleeping. But right now, just slowly, calmly, easily let yourself come back knowing you have a skill, a gift, a talent. And if you use it, it'll make your life extraordinary. So be one of those people who uses it rather than says, well, that was cool, apply it and it will work for you. So just open your eyes, just come back into the room. And well done for doing that. Sometimes the most powerful things are simple. The strength is in their simplicity and in their honesty. The placebo means the physician that lives in you that can fix you if you just tell it to using the direct, instruct, command, code, and compel.
1: Thank you, Marissa. That was beautiful. So what we're going to do is we're going to make this particular meditation track available to all of you guys completely free. It's going to be on the Mind Valley app. And I was thinking about what to call it. We could call it Dick Energy, but that's going to confuse a lot of people. A lot of
0: people, yeah. So let's
1: just call it My Body is a Wellness Machine. Yeah.
0: And actually, I forgot to say that that's what I did when I had cancer. I said my body is a wellness-making machine. It does only wellness, always wellness. And I commanded it to do wellness. And, of course, it did.
1: So... Here's how you're going to access this meditation. Download the Mind Valley app. We're going to mark this as free. When you open up the Mind Valley app, you'll see there's a button right at the bottom that says Meditation. Click on that button, and then there's a search search for Wellness Machine, and you will find the track. It'll have Marissa's face on it, and it'll say My Body is a Wellness Making Machine. Play it on the app, and uh, our app is really special because you won't just hear Marissa's voice. There'll be a background track that you can adjust to your preferences, that will help you go e- even deeper into meditation. And, Marissa, how often should people be listening to this?
0: Well, it's not very long. I would say in the beginning, listen to it every day. You know, you don't yeah. make time, you find time. So before you go to sleep, when you wake up in the morning, when you're back of an Uber, yeah. in the back even of a car. Even once a day. Once a day once is going Once a day be very is useful. amazing. And after about a month, you can just play it every Saturday, every Sunday. Yeah. If you're suddenly going away or it's flu season, which I don't believe in, you will actually play it then. If your kids come over from school sick, play it then.
1: And observe what this is going to do to your health. It's going mm. to change your mindset of health. Yeah. It's going to completely transform you. Yeah. People are going to ask you what on earth is going on. Yeah. Now, I testify to this because I've used Marissa to, to help me with mm. multiple health issues to a point where today I take no prescription drugs, zero me prescription neither. drugs. I have no illnesses. Mm-hmm. I don't get the cough or the flu. Yeah. And when I do have a slight thing that I need help yeah. with, like mild astigmatism, yeah. I go directly to you and I'm able to reverse that.
0: And then you'll notice that instead of saying I've got a chronic headache you Mm -hmm. think oh I've got a little niggle here maybe I'm dehydrated maybe I need a little sleep. You stop saying I'm exhausted I'm shattered I'm starving I'm ravenous because these are all lies and if you're willing to lie to yourself tell yourself a better lie I am hungry I do need to eat and I'm going to eat really healthy food because I love my body.
1: And speaking of that, Marissa, I want you all to check out Marissa's book, Tell Yourself a Better Lie. Marissa, they can get the book from Amazon? Yeah,
0: you can get it. It's got four audios in it that each cost $35, but the book is 10 So it's great value and it trains you again.
1: So we're going to put all of these resources in the show notes. So quick summary, check out Tell Yourself a Better Lie, get the book. And also Marissa's website is marissapier.com. When you go to marissapier.com, you can put in your email address and get free downloads from Marissa. These are really, really, really powerful stuff. Go browse the website. There's a lot there. Okay, so number one, get the book, tell yourself a better lie. Go to Amazon and add it to your shopping cart so you don't forget. Number two, go to MarissaPeer.com, put in your email address so that you're in touch with Marissa and you get your free downloads. Number three, download the Mind Valley app, and we're gonna make the My Body is a Wellness Making Machine meditation completely free. For you, click on the meditation tab, type in wellness machine, and the meditation will pop up. Marissa is one of our most popular teachers on Mind Valley, and her courses are so popular. So she has two programs on Mind Valley, and these programs are accessible with a Mind Valley subscription. And the first program is called Rapid Transformational Hypnotherapy for Abundance, and it's basically hypnotherapy to give you abundance of love, abundance of help, abundance of of career success. And abundance of money. And we've had 516,000 people enroll in that program. Her second program is on self esteem. You start loving your body, you start loving yourself. It's called Uncompromised Life. And we've had 1.7 million people enroll in that program. So go check it out, mindvalley.com. All of this information will be in the show notes. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Marissa, for joining us today. And don't forget to follow this remarkable woman on Instagram, on her website, and pay attention because she will have you talking to yourself differently, and your life will never be the same again. I'll see you in the next episode of the Mind Valley Show.